How much does Ralph Macchio love that they made that Cobra Kai TV series? <laughs> like, seriously. I hadn't heard his name since Karate Kid 2. And now, look at this. They're making another Karate Kid movie. Ralph Macchio, Daniel-san, teams up with Mr. Han, Jackie Chan. What? Worlds collide. And they train another kid who's good at karate. Is it... You said Mr. Han. Was he in a Karate Kid? Was Jackie Chan already in a Karate Kid? Yeah, remember with Will Smith's kid? They did like a reboot. Oh, yeah. About 15 years ago, maybe. Right. With uh, with Jackie Chan kind of in the Mr. Miyagi role. Yeah, yeah. Jaden Smith is his name. Jaden Smith. Um... Okay. I mean, the TV show is good. I don't know if this is a different universe of Karate Kid or if it's going to be in the same universe that the TV show is from. Yeah. Because that TV show is is very good. The first two seasons, definitely. I kind of fell off after I only that. watched the first three episodes, to be honest. Maybe it wasn't that good. <laughs> I didn't follow through, but I've heard a lot of great things about it. I hope Johnny gets to make an appearance, at least, in this yes, new one. and it has to be the same actor. Yeah. Get I also Johnny heard they're there. looking for... I read something about this, too, and they're looking for the Karate Kid, too. Casting is underway. If you want to be the next Karate Kid, the name is Lee Fong. So, Jim, that may eliminate your uh, nieces and nephews from the running. <laughs> you never know. The actor must be 15 to 17 years old and portray Chinese or mixed-race Chinese. Okay, that's a karate teen, by the way. That's too old. Karate Kid needs to be karate 12. young adult. Yeah, yeah. Kar- like the Karate Kid is should be twelve. I think wasn't Ralph Macchio like thirty two when he played the Karate Kid? Though <laughs> you can still you can be older and play younger, right? Yeah, but look at how look what Mike Tyson looked like when he was seventeen. He's not sure, a kid. Sure, but it happens all the time where you just find like an older person. Michael J. Fox is a prime example. He was playing Alex P. Keaton when he was in his 20s. Sure, but he was in the show 14 or something like that. How yeah. old was Ralph Macchio in The Karate Kid? What's your guess? I'm going to guess he was... In the first one, I'm going to guess yeah. 12. Um, it says 62, but I think that's how old he is now. <laughs> <laughs> Dang, he ageless. What's your secret? Uh, the character would have been around 59 years old. Mr. Miyagi was 52 when they filmed the first. Oh, my God. I'm almost as old as Mr. Miyagi in the first Karate Kid. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Ralph Macchio was like 20 years old. In the no first, way! In the first Karate Kid. Yeah, he looked like 12 or 13 is what I would peg him as. New Karate Kid movie with Ralph Macchio and Jackie Chan expected to shoot in the spring and hit theaters December 13th, 2024. Raptors fans are the second most vulgar fan base in the NBA. Interesting. The Phoenix Suns topped the survey. Uh, Charlotte Hornets are the least profane <laughs> Raptors number two. Surprising I, being Canada's team, and you know the reputation that Canada gets. Yeah, well, can, Canada... Super polite. Canada is polite, but we also swear a lot. You know yeah. what I mean? It's kind of like kind of like Australia. They use the C word a lot, and it's like, whoa, and it kind of comes out of nowhere, but they're used to it. Canadians say F, the F word, and the S word constantly. That's true. F word almost is like an um you know, it's like oh, it's yeah. like a place filler 
If you're thinking about something, it's like I was at the effing uh, you know. yeah, grocery store and there's effing person. I saw person. the uh, effing, uh, yeah. effing uh. Totally. <laughs> What's it effing called again? Uh, yeah. effing, uh. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't think that's how it's being yeah. used at Raptors games. No, no. But I wonder, like, vul- vulgarity is one thing in using swears, but I wonder if... if Toronto Raptors fans are truly the most mean and aggressive because just swearing like I wonder what what how they judged vulgarity yeah, because you can swear true. and say that was an awful effing game or you can say this guy's an effing idiot and if you're calling somebody an idiot it's way more aggressive than just using an F word like I think technically and we just don't ever do it because it's a bad habit to get in I think technically we are allowed to swear on the radio depending on the context of the swear word like if we're referring to cow poop, I think we're allowed to say the S word. I'm not going to say it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because what's the point? Y'all know what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, but if I say, Jim, you're a real piece of, and I'm using it as an insult, mm-hmm. then that can be offensive and I'm not allowed to use the swear word but that way. But if I way. say, Taz, you're the shiz, <laughs> then that's fine. It's positive. Because it's a positive. Yeah. And that's the problem with these swear words. They can be taken so many different ways. <laughs> yeah. Especially the F word. I mean, it's it's, yeah. a, it's a joke that how many variations there are. Well, who doesn't want to get F worded? No friend of mine. <laughs> Everybody loves yeah, a good F wording. Yeah. Who doesn't? <laughs> We're getting some text messages here about Jim going on a cruise ship. What does he need to know before he gets on there? His in-laws very generously bought him the cruise, but the additional costs are starting to add up. What are the ones he needs to spend money on? The excursions, the upgraded booze package? Mm-hmm. Okay, let's go to the phones here. Jim, we got a caller who says he also got a free cruise, but then what happened? So, but it's a free trip, Jimmy, right? But yes. The thing is, the thing was, we went free trip, and then uh, to get off the boat, like you're going through customs when you're there, right? It's some serious crap. We, to get off the boat, we needed uh, between us $1,700 in bar tabs, and this is 35 years ago now. Like when in you're drinking tabs. in the local bars when you get off the boat? Is that what you're talking about? No, no. On the boat. On the ship. We were on the ship oh. for seven days. So what you're saying is the $100 a day unlimited drink package is a deal. Oh, for certain. Well, I mean, what rhymes with cruise? Booze. It's a booze cruise is what I always hear. So it's a huge part of it, you would think. I just thought it came with the package. Go with the drink package, Jim. I, I, I just, I just assumed it came with it. They, they right. locked you on a boat, you know, and you paid to At be there. At least you found out before you got on there. True. Right? All Thanks, you have Sam. to do is tell them your uh, room number. And they'll bring you a drink right at the pool, just like that. But you Person. don't realize Perfect. Or I can tell them it's the room drink. number beside mine. <laughs> you can do that, too, I guess. But, but I mean, they're all of a sudden, it's a $28 drink, right? Hey, Phil, what do you think? What does Jim need to know before he gets on the cruise ship? Definitely buy the deluxe booze package. <laughs> <laughs> Worth it or what? <laughs> 100% worth it. You don't think 100 bucks a day is a little pricey? Like, I mean, if you go to a bar, you're probably spending 100 bucks. If you're drinking for four hours, you're probably going right. to spend 100 bucks. Yeah, yeah. It, yeah that's I, in Canada. That's up, not in the sunshine. Really quick. It adds up really quick. But, you but don't here's the thing. People are texting that. us and saying that that's, you, usually those packages aren't even unlimited booze. It's just additional booze. So I may even run that one up. Do too. a little investigation. I don't, I don't get know the what cruise package. line or what you... 
what the regulations are. When I went, it was unlimited. Well, this guy says, turns out there's a limit of 17 drinks per day. What is this, amateur hour? <laughs> yeah, I know. I've never heard of that before. Terry, what do you got for us? Uh, Jim's going cruising. Yes. Stop a duty-free and get your booze there. Cheap, cheap, cheap. I thought you weren't allowed to bring your own booze on the ship, though. I think, I think what I was told by my wife is you're allowed to bring, like, two bottles of wine. Okay, let's see here. We got another caller who's been on a cruise ship. Is that true? You're allowed to take bottles of wine. So we actually fill them with vodka and reseal them and get the, the pop package on the cruise ship. Get the pop? There's a pop package? Yeah. yeah. So if you need pop, you, you pay for the pop package. You get a nice little cup. <laughs> a pop package. Huh. It's, uh, it's not worth it to pay the extra for the alcohol. So this is from one of our listeners, Joe says, I suggest putting vodka in shampoo bottles or something like that to smuggle it onto the boat. Like, what am I, a prisoner or a high school student? You know, I shouldn't have to be jumping through these hoops. And then you can never get the taste of the shampoo out of the bottle. <laughs> There's Jim pouring himself another Pert Plus and Coke <laughs> by the pool. <laughs> Devin Peacock, one of the most annoying and vulgar people. Thank on you. the planet is joining us. Well, this is according to a couple different surveys, studies that were done about fan bases in professional sports. Uh, we uh, were talking earlier this morning, Devin. What are your thoughts on this? The Raptors fans are considered the second most vulgar fan base in the NBA. According to players? This is according to what they did is they analyzed the uh, language use because we weren't really sure if it was just swear words that were overheard by players or what the deal was. It was the language uh, that was used in the team's Reddit, subreddit pages. Well, you know, uh, swearing is often seen as a sign of intelligence. So <laughs> Says the compulsive swearers. Raptors fans <laughs> but the, might there, be just the smartest. That, that still may be vulgar, using a swear word, but there's a big difference between saying this guy effing sucks and this guy's an effing beauty. Like, if you say Pascal Siakam's an effing beauty, that's all positive, yeah. and it's a little dirty, but it's not a negative fan base by any right. stretch. Yeah, so vulgar could mean a, a couple different things with that one. What's the one that you've pulled off the results of? So the, uh, the Athletic did a poll of players asking who is the most annoying fan base. <laughs> The Bills were on the top five, but they're not the most annoying. Oh, really? Okay, I no. thought they were the most so annoying. They, they, they headlined, so when I was reading the story, they, the, the first answer out of this one player was the Bills, just because they like to moon you. They're, just, they're, they're very in your face. <laughs> the most uh, annoying fan bases in the NFL, Eagles number one. I ha of course, yeah. of course. Cowboys, Cowboys number two. Huh. Other was just given number three. Then you have the Bills and the Other. Jets. Apparently, uh, Jets fans, even when you're warming up, they go, J-E-T-S, Jets, 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 just over and over and over as they're warming up. And they just want, like, the Jets fans to just, like, shut up <laughs> for, like, two minutes while they're doing their warm-ups. I do like things that are simultaneously annoying to the opponents and pump up for the actual team. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, like... Well, nothing's better than when you're doing your pump-up and you can see you're getting under the skin of the other team. That's the yeah, best. That's yeah, the totally. goal. And what else can you do as a fan? One of the interesting things from the poll was they so they asked a whole bunch of questions like who's the best player 
who's the most under, who's the most underrated, who's uh, the best, who's the coach you'd want to play with or play for the most who's not your current head coach. Uh, Mike Tomlin of the Pittsburgh Steelers was voted as the coach guys want to play for the most. Down on the list, far, far, far down on the list, Bill Belichick. Yeah. Mm. Uh, he's he's busy having one night stands and doing walks <laughs> of shame. He's not focused on the game like he used to be. Another guy uh, players want to play for, which makes a whole ton of sense. You look at him, he seems like a lot of fun. Mike McDaniel of the Miami Dolphins. What about Dan Campbell? Yeah, let's in, be serious. Detroit, or is he, he too a, much of a wild card to want to actually so play he for? He looks so, like a lot of fun, though. He, he did rate high. So the, the one thing was annoying about this was they kept saying other, so they, I don't know why they gave the chance Stupid. of other. So it's Tomlin, McDaniel, other, Andy Reid from Kansas City, and then Dan Campbell from the Detroit Lions. Okay, I could see it. Yeah, I would like to. I would like to play for Andy Reid. He seems like the most old school. Old man, like everything he says, like he's the same guy who talks about like nobody did stretches in World War II. He just got that old school mentality and a hilarious body. I don't know, something about him. He just seems like the quintessential uh, football coach. Visit some Kansas City barbecue places with him. Yeah. A, you know, because you're walking with him, you're going to eat for free. But two, <laughs> you're just going to watch an absolute, you know, you know, beauty go. Kind of has yeah. Wilford Brimley vibes. Big too, time. With that mustache. And if you want to have a laugh, go look up his grade school football video because he is. Three times the size as the kids beside him. It is hilarious. When he's in grade eight, Andy Reid, it's it's mind-boggling. <laughs> Who's the coach they used to the, like licking toes? One of the brothers. Which Oh, which, Rex uh, Ryan. Rex yeah, Ryan. Yeah. That's who I don't want to play for. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta keep your cleats? socks on in the shower <laughs> after the game. Having a pregame nap and all of a sudden. Uh, yeah, I feel a little moisture. <laughs> Okay, well, uh, Bills fans, uh, you got to up your game. Next next time they do this, I want you to be most annoying. Full frontal. Yeah, you're not doing your job unless the other team thinks you're the most annoying. <coughs> you were just laughing at something over there. What are you finding so funny here? Well, this seems like a fun party. There is a Facebook event scheduled, like, you know, when you get invited to something, like an event on Facebook. Yeah. Saturday, December 9th, it is the Walmart Self-Checkout Employee Christmas Party. <laughs> it sounds crazy, but there are 120,000 people interested in attending, according to Facebook. <laughs> who is isn't a Walmart Self-Checkout Employee? That's all of us! Yeah. You know, anybody who shopped at Walmart in the last five years, basically. I saw a news report the other day, they're calling self-checkouts a massive failure of a social experience experiment and there's tons of stores in north america that are getting rid of their self-checkouts what's what what, loss prevention people are just taking stuff apparently so a lot of people at at that party jim are going to be thieves (laughs) (laughs) apparently uh it's like 30 or 40 percent in some cases that they're losing uh, compared to having an actual cashier scanning your items. Hmm. Jeez. Why even bother? But in, in, the st- in the States, you can just walk out with stuff in your arms, right? And nobody can do anything? Like, I've seen video from malls this yeah. whole year. So or why the even LCBO here in Ontario. Yeah. You can just fill a backpack and make a run for yeah. it. And security just kind of escorts you out. But I, I'm sure that the, uh, the, the self-checkout thing People who are wouldn't be likely to steal, like straight up stick something in their pocket and just make a dash for it. You know, you have an excuse almost because you can say, "Oh, whoops, yeah, oh, I I thought I scanned that, my mistake," or "Oh, shoot, I I didn't notice that." 
Yeah, and there's also, I think, a certain amount of contention towards big box stores as well yeah. that have the self-checkout because they're not paying anybody any yeah, money. Why am I doing the work? Yeah, and so they go, well, this is what you get. You know what I think? Like a self-righteous kind of thing. I get paid $17 an hour. This thing costs $17. I'll just put it down my pants. (laughs) (laughs) We've talked on the show about how tipping has gotten out of control. Yeah. Everyone's expecting a tip now, no matter where you go to spend your money. They want to know, hey, you throwing a little extra? Yeah, yeah. Like behind the counter at a fast food place? Uh, No, I'm not tipping. Pops up on the screen, right? The suggestions have gone up. Now, Mm -hmm. like, the lowest tipping suggestion is around 18% a lot of the time, Mm -hmm. which is crazy. I was at an establishment on the weekend, Jim, and they've taken tip shaming to the next level. Really? So they give you the uh, unit to use, the banking unit to use your debit or credit card, Mm -hmm. and up on the screen it pops, would you like to tip? Good service, 18%. Great service, 20%. Amazing service, 25%. Or best service ever, 30%. So now they are making you feel like if you tip less than 18%, you're telling them that you didn't get good service. Yeah, 10% should be adequate service. They're, they're like, so 15% is good service. Actually, 15% is amazing service. You yes. know what I mean? Well, you shouldn't even put the words on there. Yeah, because stop. you're and you're watching me do it too. It's like, oh, are you amazing? Because you feel like you're insulting the server if you don't pick. Yeah, yeah. You know, twenty five percent, amazing. It's like, yeah, amazing service, but not twenty five percent amazing. Yeah, yeah, and the food was just okay. <laughs> Not to mention. How about this blunder? You talk about how fast food restaurants are asking for tips now. A woman in Atlanta was charged over $7,000 for a Subway sandwich when she accidentally tipped the employees. The screen, she thinks, switched over from the tip to to something else her here. password this is her who she she thought it was she thought she was supposed to enter her phone number <laughs> here she is talking about the situation this was seven thousand one hundred twelve dollars and ninety eight cent I know exactly what it normally costs it's seven dollars and fifty four cent I was like oh my god how did this happen I was like oh my god this is my phone number I must have been keying it in the pad and the screens fit changed oh, wow. that's a lot of money and you know I just. I'm not that big of a tipper. I'm definitely not that big of a tipper. That's ridiculous. Like, that's rid- an obvious mistake. Yeah. So she should be able to get her money back. You'd think she's struggling to get her money back. That's a joke. It was the guy behind the counter like, God bless, I'm going through such a hard time. <laughs> this is going to save my family's life. I don't think the sub guy said anything, yeah, right? Yeah. Please leave and don't acknowledge this until I leave the country. But she's having an issue getting the uh, the money back from Subway and the bank, apparently, which That's is crazy. why she went to the media, because they aren't uh, they aren't doing their the right thing. Yeah. Obviously, it's a mistake. $7,000 tip on a $7 sub. And it's a pretty easy fix for the company to make. You know, give the money back unless they're worried about issues with their employee. Maybe (laughs) 
Now that they're he's missing the employee. <laughs> yeah, maybe. I'm just wondering why they wouldn't just immediately give the money back. Uh, watch what you're keying into that keypad there. Hmm. Tip responsibly, everybody. Every couple weeks, there's a video of a passenger on an airplane that goes viral. Mm-hmm. As they're freaking out, yelling at people who aren't real or whatever you got. <laughs> Something new every day, though. That person's not real. I've seen that person after doing follow-up interviews, and somehow I'm more confused as to what was going then they never explained what exactly happened the he's not real lady yeah yeah been on, they were on barstool sports podcast and they didn't even explain what happened like i'm more confused she's as to what- got an agent now she's like a uh trying to get on reality shows and yeah. stuff and she's still c- trying to keep it a mystery or something i don't know it's very bizarre so what's this one you got here jim so this one this was on a flight i don't even know this this plane company but it's called frontier Frontier Flights. And there was a woman who was losing it. Uh, They hadn't taken off yet. They were still on the tarmac in America. And she starts losing it. And here's the audio of of her going crazy. She's screaming at the at the employees and then at one point she also starts crawling over the seat so she's at the front of the plane the employees kind of lose grip of her and she starts crawling over the passengers over the seats and crawling to the back of the plane so it's kind of a wild scene So you can hear the employee over the speaker saying, please sit down. Only the employees should be standing up and dealing with this because there are two or three frontier employees that are trying to calm this woman down and escort her off the plane. But then there also appears to be passengers, quote unquote, trying to help or something. But it's making the situation way more volatile. It's making it way crazier. As it does. Yes, because everybody wants to be the hero, of course. But there's too many cooks in the kitchen. It's a small alley (laughs) to get all these people through. So it's just chaos. And then sure enough, during all the chaos, another lady decides to stand up and basically start preaching and saying that this is, folks, we are witnessing an exorcism here. And this is, this woman's got the devil in her. Mind you, this is not the crazy person they're trying to get off the plane. The crazy person is trying to be escorted still off the crawling plane. crawling over the seats. Yes. Backwards and upside down like the exorcist. And then this lady stands up and starts going off. This is Oh, and great. You know, at That's this point, I'm getting off the plane. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they're like, you know, I don't believe the devil's trying to get me at this moment, but when you start saying your your family's all going to die and you're on a plane, I'd rather just remove myself the from the situation. The devil is trying to kill us all. Here's the evidence. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm going to... I'm going to take a bus. <laughs> <laughs> Count my losses. Well, good luck to all our American friends who are getting ready to travel for Thanksgiving over the next couple of days. Fun, fun.